Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Okay, Brandon, you're a sometimes soccer fan. Like when you get off your couch, you decide you're an actual West Ham fan. <laughs> I, on the other hand, love the beautiful game. I love the good old USA, Captain America, Christian Pulisic. Depending on when you decide to air this particular show, Brandon, Soccer World Cup will have either started or is about to start. The 2020 version of the Galaxy's biggest sporting event will take place in the lovely hamlet known as Qatar. I know what you're thinking. Why is this taking place in November? Doesn't it normally happen in summer? Well, that is because Qatar sits atop bazillion gallons of natural gas and wants to treat the world as their bitch and paid off every MF they could to get the event there in the first place. And then they got every soccer league in the galaxy to stop what they're doing in winter and move from summer to winter and hold this event. So, Larry, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that Qatar actually does Qataris don't actually do anything Brandon they're a Bedouin tribe they pay everyone else to do everything for them so they trick people from the poorest countries in the world to come build their stadiums then they entrapped them wouldn't let them leave then made them build stadiums in the 150 gazillion uh, temperature heat during the summer and 5,000 people died building these stadiums for the World Cup so with all that said Qatar's also got some incredibly bad human rights. They got bad human rights. And oh yeah, they're a Muslim nation. So people attending this year's World Cup can drink beer for like an hour on Tuesday. And that is that. Having said all that, the Guardian's view on the Qatar's World Cup gestures aren't enough. Brandon, you're not that big a soccer fan, sometimes a West Ham fan. Will you be watching the World Cup? I will absolutely be watching the World Cup, Larry. I know that you are... uh, for our audience to know that Larry is the very, very definition of a bandwagon fan. He joined, <laughs> he became a fan of the most popular soccer yeah. team in the yeah. world. He, oh, Man United was ago, on the way down, but but Liverpool was on the way up, so he decided to jump on that bandwagon. Always on the U.S. Landon yeah. Donovan. I, I am too. I'm uh, I I'm gonna go U.S. until they drop out of the tournament, and then I'm gonna go three Lions because uh, my friend Sam. But I'll root. Uh, U.S. all the way through. I don't Just know. Just answer good... the question. You're going right, to watch the on. World Cup knowing that the Qataris suck. Well, here's the thing. You you kind of you la- you laid out your opinion on this straight out of the in the intro. So there is so much more to this than even that's bad. Even than just what you did is that it's we have to even step back a little bit further on how the World Cup is chosen. Most Americans bags of cash. Yes, but most Americans, you know, it's relatively new. We still have you know pro football is king. Uh, but it is becoming a very, very popular sport in America. I mean, if you look at it, it is past minor league baseball. It's past uh, even just like every town has these little soccer clubs now. So it's really fun. Uh, eventually, they'll stop calling it soccer and they'll start calling it football because American football will be dead. But that will probably not be in our lifetime. But the beautiful game, as you put it, is amazing. I love it. I am a diehard West Ham fan, as you well know. Mm. I watch every match. Suspect. It's, it's so good. Anyway, Suspect. but it's a beautiful, it really truly is amazing. It's amazing for a lot of reasons. It's the world's biggest game. Every country in the world plays soccer yep. slash football. Yep. Um, yep. It is massive. The money that goes into world soccer is massive. It passed the NBA. The EPL has become the highest paid league in the world. So that's English Premiership League. Uh, so they're paying. It's not. It used to be that soccer players weren't making as much. Now they're making more. They're making massive amounts of money. 
getting the World Cup to your country is a big deal. And for years and years and years, FIFA, which was um, headquartered in the dirtiest country in the world, by dirty I mean the more the most morally abject country in the world, Swiss, or, um, Switzerland, where they basically allow you to do anything, and and as long as you dress nicely, you can kill, do whatever you want. They sold this World Cup to I think I think it's a Cutter, but maybe I'm wrong. It's either Qatar. Qatar or Cutter, but I've heard it pronounced both ways. But they sold this thing, and it was shady how they did it. Everyone knew it was shady. The the, the FIFA leadership was just just lining their pockets with cash. They basically but there's it, nothing new with that. That's no, 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 what, no it's not. No, but I, but it but it's but it gives people context of why this is so shady to start with. So number one, it's shady to get it. Number two, they put I, it in a country. It, where it was going to be eight gazillion degrees in the middle of the summer when when the tournament is normally played, when it's been it has never been played in the winter before. It's being played in the winter because it is in this desert country. Uh, Qatar or Qatar, depending on how you want to say it, is a former Bedouin. You know, there was like eight people that lived there. They rode camels, lived in tents, and then they discovered natural gas and oil, so they became oil rich. So they wanted to put their name on the map. The problem is. It's not like they are a progressive Muslim country that is Muslim, but they allow for, like Turkey would be an example of, you could have it in Turkey, although with, with Erdogan, it's been a little bit iffy lately, but you could ultimately have it there because it's technically a secular country. So you wouldn't have to f- obey Muslim laws and rules, the Sharia in order to do it. Well, that's not the case in Qatar. Qatar is a conservative Muslim country that's trying to put lipstick on a pig. And so all these people that are paying all this money to go to to Qatar to to see the event, they're being required. Women are being required to wear headscarves. I mean, it's, it's just bad news, dude. I mean, the whole thing is bad news. The players don't like it. And then to the cherry on top of this whole thing is the thousands, not hundreds, but thousands 5, of workers that died building this tournament. So the slaves, big, the big con, yes, ex- they are slaves. They're basically yes. slaves. They're kept here. They can't leave. So I don't know what the definition of slavery is, if that's not it. But so I think that there's a level. Thank you of, for the recap of my recap. But right. But there's on. a level of hypocrisy here that we want to talk about is that you've got all these teams showing up and, and this article is about, you know, okay, that's great that you said I'm going to wear a rainbow flag and protest, but what are you yeah. really doing to deal with this corruption? And that's the bigger question. What is anything going to change? Or is this just like, hey, another World Cup down the down the tubes, and we went to this awful country, and everybody paid for it, and we watched it all? I mean, if you really cared, you uh, countries would say, we're not going to watch the World Cup. If you really cared, Brandon, you would say you're not going to watch the World Cup as a boycott. Well, I did hear last week tonight's John Oliver say that he's going to watch the, the tournament with you know with his hand on his nose because he is a dilettante soccer fan. He loves the English soccer. Uh, he can't not watch it, but he just he finds it despicable and disgusting. And I think that's where a lot of us are. Where we love the game, we want to watch it, but we realize how corrupt this is. So I don't know what the answer is here, Larry. What is your solution to the problem? No, there is no solution. But, I mean, this is the quintessential world we live in, right? Rich guys pollute the situation, kill off the poor people in the world to help them, and we just watch because we love the sport. I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's the opiate of the masses. I mean, I, I yes. guess I guess if we really cared, we'd just not watch it. I mean, is that the answer? I mean, but what is you not watching it do? What is me well, not but watching if, it? But if, if it's, it's got to start somewhere, right? 
I mean, I mean, Rosa absolute. Parks. Rosa Parks didn't sit in the back of the bus, and that started. I mean, that wasn't like she was the only one protesting, but it took well, somebody to start it. I will say, I feel like there's some European teams that are going to do some form of demonstration. I think like Denmark is going to do some wear a shirt. I think England something. is too. Well, they're going to wear a black shirt to protest this, but that's what this article is saying is that's all well and good, but it doesn't really solve the problem. No, but I say this is a microcosm because this, this is just soccer, right? But like, where do people get people to go in mines to get diamonds? Yeah, I mean, Angola, you know, ch- using children to go down into the mines to get the diamonds, right? The, that women put on their rings, you know, blood diamonds, uh, which is exactly why my wife and I didn't get a diamond when we bought it. We Because probably got blood rubies, but, you know, or whatever we got. Oh, no, you went with blood rubies. But, but here, is, here would be my question. The average, so there's the average American soccer fan that's kind of getting into this, and the American, the average fan around the world. Do you think the average person has any idea what Qatar did to get these stadiums built and the people that they killed to make it happen. Absolutely not. I mean, I think that yeah. the, a lot of the European countries are aware. I think most Americans are, if they're not aware, if, if they are aware, it's surprising. But if they are aware, most Americans are like, yeah, well, you know, but it's going to be a fun event. I'm going to get some popcorn and watch it. So some poor Filipinos died building this, but it's really yeah. fun to watch. I mean, I think that's yeah. probably it. So one of our Olsen's favorite uh, YouTube stars is Dude Perfect. I've told you about them before. Right. They're like these five... Um, youth pastor guys out of Texas and they do these sports videos and they're really popular. They're clean. My my oh, kids all love them. They basically went to you Qatar were paid by Qataris to come and promote their stadiums, promote the world cup, probably paid them a boat load of money. Those guys are college educated guys. They, they, they could have go- used the Google machine to realize that they just ball washed Qatar to make money to promote the world cup. I was so offended by those guys had a real platform, not like me. And they just chose like, hey, back up the brink truck, big guys. By the way, they're all big Jesus people to promote the JC all the time. And they took money from the Qataris to promote the World Cup. Did they get a lot of heat for it? None. Like none. Yeah. None, and I think none that, heats. that goes to the to the whole idea of the hypocrisy around a lot of these folks that talk about whenever anybody says that, what would Jesus do? I can absolutely assure you that Jesus would not have supported the Qataris. He would be uh, watching the, know, he would be no. watching the, he would not be watching the world cup. No. And he would have been, he would have been out in the street taking care of poor people in those countries that those people came from, you know, which is where, man, maybe, maybe if these, if these dude, perfect guys said, Hey, you know what? We're going to take this money and we're going to, spend every single penny we get from it we're going to put back into those countries where those people uh died that you could get on board with that you could say wow i respect that big move right not tell the qataris they're going to do it but do it afterwards as a protest now that would have been a story but of course they're so not like, going to do that so like they've, they've held the world cup in brazil right they've held the cup the world cup in the united states and we build stadiums or we don't we don't but brazil built stadiums all over that giant country right yeah, span like five time zones, stadiums, and I don't know. Qatar literally has five stadiums, and you can see them all. Like you could be like, right? Oh, there's a stadium there. There's a stadium. Like they just for f u money, let's just build stadiums across the street from each other, just to say that we can, right? And the world back to Brazil, they spent all this money to host the Olympics and the World Cup, built these stadiums, and now they're just crumbling. They used all this money to bring attention and host the World Cup. And it's just crumbling in some jungle in Manaus. What we do to it, this system and humanity is awful. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, now now I'm kind of depressed. I mean, I wasn't depressed when I yeah. got on today, but you've de- you've firmly depressed me because I think that we should be. We we should yes. not want we John Oliver. We should watch this World Cup and be disgusted. Yeah, that's it. No, I agree, but I I kind of wonder. Again, I go back to that dude. Perfect. I mean, we have to take those shots when we can, and I think those yeah. dudes. I I'm I'm doing it right now, Larry. I'm doing it in public on the air. I am calling the dude perfect guys to take all their Qatari money and donate it to those countries where those people died. If they believe in Jesus and they love Jesus. Now you can say, okay, well, their travel expense, whatever you want to do, but take the majority of that money and and give it to the poor in those countries who died to build your world cup, right? That's, that's what I'm calling out. And those people that, that are benefiting from the world cup, take that money and give it back to poor people. Cause that's what FIFA was doing. They were stealing money from these poor developing countries and they weren't giving any of it back. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm depressed. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate that. I mean, I, I've been there. Like, it's funny to call those guys out and say, like, yeah, what would you do? But like, what if our show ever blew up? Are we going to go through everybody that wants to be a sponsor with us and Google their background to see how they treat their employees and money and all, everything that goes on? Are we sure, going to do that? I, I, I guess you're sort of right. But here's the thing. If it was brought to our attention that thousands of people were dying, to support our sponsor, they're, we would they're from stop. Texas. Yeah, well, we wouldn't. Well, what I'm saying is, we would probably. I would hope that the two of us would hold each other accountable and say, "Yeah, we're not doing that." Like, I, there's oh, a, po- I mean, we're but no, I, I'm I'm saying no, we wouldn't do that. My point is, neither one we of would. us got into this for money. Neither one of us care that much about money. And I know that it's easy to say when you're there, but my point is. If we're going to say that we want to do good things in the world, we gotta, we have to literally and figuratively put our money where our mouth is. I, I'm just saying I have somewhat minorly been in, you know, I'm in the media, right? And so I've had to read commercials for people that I somewhat disagree with. And my boss like, you got to do this. You don't have a choice, right? I've been in that. Yeah, but we would have also, the choice then. I know, but I've also been in situations where I was like, hey, man, someone's going to give me a free trip to Vegas if I pimp this bad insurance company. And I'm taking that. I'm just saying we're yeah, all on a journey, I, and it doesn't. It feels dirty. I, I guess it's a matter of whether or not you know what it is and whether you do it. Well, Larry, regardless of that, I'd like to thank you for teaching me how to get depressed on a rainy <laughs> Asheville day. 